question before we start real quick, too. Mm-hmm. Captain America Civil War. Comics or a movie? Movie. Tony side or... Tony. I'm Comics, Steve. Captain. Or Captain America. I've oh, seen... Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, the Sokovia Accords. I'm saying... The, and, and, and Tony... Having seen the visions Cap never saw, Cap with his whole sense of morality that is misplaced and very much, I'm up here, you're down here, and Tony being a human who had to build his own thing to save his life, and then having someone's mom come up and say, yeah, you guys are always fucking shit up. So let me let me do this. Racism. Let me, nope. let me do this. Cap side all the time. So they, they blame him for, they blame him for New York. They saved New York. If they weren't there, he almost died saving New York. Stop! 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 Okay. Stop! stop, stop. It, Once again, not the Avengers' fault. It, Once yeah. again, keep going. The and, and, and it's the sacred timeline, so that shit had to happen. Because yeah. sacred timeline <laughs> is the So we'll, we'll put it this way: if the Avengers weren't there, way more people died. Sure. Okay. Age and, of Ultron. Okay, age of Ultron. Before, before you finish, would that uh, that situation also would have happened without their intervention? Sure. Okay. Without no, their no, intervention, no, but but no, but no, hold on, hold on. Yes, but. That would have happened. However, Tony wasn't saying, you know, don't be Avengers. He says, guys, we have to have some accountability here. Yeah, but the accountability is... No, stop. Just, stop. just like just... Captain, Captain America said it in there, what if they send us to some place we're not supposed to be because it's... And the government would sure. 100%, uh, 100% send people for their own things. Like, I agree hey, entirely. we need to make the money over here. Avengers go do this. I agree. And then somebody else needs help and we don't get but sent you, there. But do you really think Tony didn't have a plan to get them out of that? I After they all fell in line? Because I didn't have a plan. Here's thing you don't realize. I was saying like we just don't know that because it wasn't print, presented to you to, to the audience and I was thinking about that too. It was like Tony just wasn't going to go anywhere blind. No. There had to be some caveat. And they had to Tony create a always new, has a plan. They had to be like a new council. No. They had to be a it can't be like the normal go, go, um, global council or like the UN. They had to create a whole new council to be like, what do y'all need from us? Because they just can't follow anybody. Let yeah. me That's your point, and then we're going to jump uh, into today's I'll, I'll episode. I'll count that in three ways. First off, Tony didn't even know about the fucking uh, prison they had underwater. The raft? The raft. So clearly he didn't have a plan to get them out of every situation. He did if they had fallen in line. No, because had, he hadn't even known that they were doing that. Oh, they had it. Mm-hmm. Secondly, secondly, you're right. Tony's a normal person. So he was the only person outside of him and Falcon and, uh, what the fuck is the other dude? Hawkeye. War Machine, Hawkeye, whatever. They tr- they get to choose whether or not to really be on the Sokovia Accords, right? They're just normal people without all their government technology. People that were going to be like the mutants or Thor or... They well, were trying. Don't, they don't were count. Don't no, count. They were. They no, were. no, 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 yes, no, 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 wait, 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 and then I say we jump back into this until we get to the topic. Real quick, this is uh, part two of our video game series and another episode of Escaping Podcast. The best podcast in Colorado Springs when it comes to all things geek, nerdy, and everything in between. And by everything in between, we mean the people caught in the crossfire of the Avengers. Yeah. I am your host as always, Daniel Rojas, joined by... Kels for show, a.k.a. the Kingdom Heartbreak Kid. Now, uh, A.k.a. Forgetting <laughs> Martial Law. So today, uh, <laughs> if you listen to last week's episode, part one of our video game series, you will remember I said that we are going to have some recurring guests for this series. You're they're right. here, they're back, they are here to talk back as well about all their bullshit ideas, but first off, we have... You know it's RJ, the Goof Troop, Dark Moriarty. <laughs> you said Goof, 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 Goof Troop, Dark That video Moriarty. game is trash. The he's, SNES video game. trying to teach these kids some lessons, you know. Uh, oh. And joining us uh, for this whole series is Kevin, also known as Night Night Kid, and the alcohol supply over here. <laughs> see, you see how the whites like to be passive aggressive, like we can afford alcohol. I know, like, 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 like I couldn't have made it. I just wanted everybody to know why we're <laughs> fucked up. 
That's my fault. Kevin was white. Like, well, they know. You hear that voice. He's have you Kevin heard? Was... Yeah, no, no. When you hear the episode, you go, no, that's the one white guy. Like, oh, oh, he was Unless, unless I said <laughs> Everybody else has said the N-word so far. Not me. No, 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 not me. You know man. he's not white. No, man, not me. Like, I'm not like that. He's smart, though. He's smart. I know, man. I ain't like that. You know, like, hey, I respect it. Notice how I said N-word right there. I'm here for it. But, like... I'm not. I'm not doing that. You're dark enough. Do you give it loud to? No, no. You can't see. Look at a white man trying to pass off privilege. Remember last time you did that? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, you remember last time back in the day when you get that girl, you and Dave Bays get that girl the privilege of the N word. Then me, Kev Ross rolled up in that thing and shut that shit the fuck down. That that was no. That, that was both y'all. I know, but that was to make that situation happen because we thought it was yeah, funny. white people problematic. <laughs> like, yeah, let's create some mischiefs. It worked. <laughs> it, it, it worked. It was hilarious. Not for her. No, it wasn't funny for her, but me Wait, and Dave. Yeah, because y'all got to... thought it was hilarious. Because y'all don't give a fuck about our culture. Y'all like, nah. This is problematic. We didn't say it. I know you did. <laughs> y'all was like, low-key. Y'all like, yeah, it's mission, baby. You can't we just hand it. out the cards hey, with you know someone else's pocket. You know you want to say we it, weren't. girl. We weren't. We were potentially doing it. And then while we cussing her out, and then while we cussing her out, they in the kitchen like, hee hee I'm like, nah, motherfucker. She could have got her ass whooped. So today have. we are a part of this video game I know, series. I mean, that was part of it. Was, so know, today we are doing part two of this video game series, but we actually have a whole conversation going that I'm leaving in the episode today. Who's oh, side? Who's side? Yeah, this, shit? yeah. Ah, can you blur my face out? <laughs> Whose side <laughs> were you on? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whose side were you on? Cap or Tony's in the Marvel movie uh, Cap- Captain America Civil War? Well, I'm going to speak first yeah. real quick. Uh, I definitely was on Cap's side in both that and the Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2 video. We got one, but you're the only one on Tony's side. Yeah, right? I'll make and, the case for and it we're, But we're going to change your mind. There's no case for that. I'm not trying to. I'm just saying. Like, it's it's so going to I want to protect my innocence and my identity. RJ has true. some ideas. All right. First off. No, you already hit two of your points. Hit me with that third one. Or you uh, know what? Recap yeah. for the, the people okay. watching. My first two points were this. First off, Tony Stark was the one of the few people that were humans, right? So as far as the COVID cords were concerned, the other people just had to follow them based off of the fact that they existed. They were always going to be a weapon. Tony Stark, or not Tony Stark, but Bruce Banner, he's a weapon. So he's, a weapon. he's a man with an Vision. anger problem. Vision is He's a only a monster when Wanda. he drinks. Wanda got locked into the house. Right? I mean, they so, had yeah, they, they, they yeah, had yeah, they yeah, had okay. direct TV. It's cool. No, I'm sorry. I didn't kidnap white Okay, okay, but they had direct TV. I didn't think that was like, a big deal. I didn't think that part was that big a deal. Kelsey. Like they're like they locked her like whatever. whatever. She's was she she's actually there. a prisoner there? That's okay. No, um, you don't get sick to crime for doing On other. paper, she was a prisoner, but actually she wasn't because she had the power to leave whenever she wanted yeah. to. She chose not to to respect. Did we she all have that power to leave. Yeah, was Vision there to stop her? But she wasn't, she she wasn't, wasn't allowed see, to see, leave. See, this is that double talking. She wasn't allowed. No, she wasn't quote unquote allowed, but if she wanted to get up and go, just like Vision was there to stop her, but that's what she did to Vision. Bow down. Who's going to stop me if I want to leave? I'm choosing out of respect, and plus I'm a quote unquote child, so I'm going to do what I'm told. Yeah, how old was she in that movie? Seventeen. Like, they play in Lucy. No, they, they do play they Lucy, Lucy Goosey. Okay, like but technically 20. Vision's one. Yeah, you How long was Jarvis around? Right? No. Jarvis ain't not. Nah, Jarvis ain't nah, Vision. Nah. But you also get how long was the Mind Stone around? No. Nah, okay, so, so all that information. <laughs> don't try to play Vision. No, 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 no. Don't try to play Vision. Vision was pretty innocent. Vision was trying to be played with. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. second and third point. Yeah, and then I'll hit mine, and then we'll yeah, jump yeah, into yeah. the video game shit. Right. Oh, I gotta hit mine, bro. I gotta get it. Absolutely, mine. jump in, man. Okay, so Tony Stark blamed or the Sokovia Accords were to stop the Avengers from causing more deaths, basically, than they were saving because they're kind not sanctioned. They're just doing it because they're not because they're not sanctioned. And what no, brought on was the beginning of the movie where they were stopping. What's his name? Crossbone. 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 Fucking from, Brock Rumlow. Yeah, from taking a no, biological weapon. I never heard okay, him say so, that. Okay, so, couple things on that. So, 
He's about to kill Captain America. He's, he's about to he's so, about to fucking like blow himself up. Suicide terrorist. So Scarlet Scarlet Witch takes the energy, puts it up, and people die mm-hmm. in the building. So, couple things. One, if they don't stop him from taking the biological weapon, how many people <laughs> do they kill with the biological weapon? Two, if Scarlet Witch doesn't do that, more people die if she doesn't put it up in the building than if she lets it explode right there. Captain America's dead. He's dead. She probably dies in the backfire if she doesn't protect herself, plus all the people around. So more people would have died. Ah, I don't know about Sin- that. I don't know about that. Anything else? Close. Close still. The, the New York, they blame New York on them. Mm-hmm. Way more people mm-hmm. die. The Earth mm-hmm. is taken over if they don't stop them. And then Sokovia, Tony Stark should take all the blame for Sokovia because it only happened because of him. Wanting to make Ultron in the first place if they never made Ultron. Okay, see, wait, 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 no, he no. no he did low each side. He tried to talk him out of it the way you're like, man, I don't know, we've already had enough shots. And your buddy's like, but I will buy. And he's like, ah, True. Okay. okay. You're actually, yeah. You're Bruce right. was like here for it. And he had that he had that sheepish grin saying, like, Because he's a scientist. We shouldn't. We really bro. shouldn't. Because but, Tony is basically like, yo, I'm gonna do it with or without uh-huh. you. But it would be nice, bro. And Bruce's like, well, if I can help get it right. Yeah. You thought it right. So, so here's the big, bypassing all that, okay? Here's the big thing for me in that movie is, one, <laughs> he blasts Falcon after, after, okay, but after war. So Rhodey went down because so of the Ro- cap scene. So no, Rhodey. Rhodey went down because of Vision. No, Rhodey Ro- went down because of Ant-Man. Rhodey, t- so Rhodey tells, Rhodey Ant-Man tells. grabs him and had he not, he would have been off. Uh, Rhodey tells, Vision. Rhodey tells Vision to take out. No, it's Mephisto. It's all Mephisto because if Mephisto, <laughs> no, no, no. If Mephisto didn't create Wanda, Wanda wouldn't be there to be he a didn't problem. Create Wanda. No, he, he wouldn't be there to be a distraction to the Vision. <laughs> that would have Vision all thrown off. Tony's like, I thought you never missed. Like, I thought I did either. Like, <laughs> but that coochie, <laughs> that coochie fuck up no robot. So, not even a like, little also bit. Also, do not encourage drugs. Yeah, we also show. don't encourage so, any fan nah, nah, on Mephisto nah, because nah, after the nah, shows, nah. it's been going off the That's rails. That's how powerful that coochie is. That coochie fucked up a robot's programming. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Wanda. Wait, hold on. Yeah. It, hit him with a, well, it hit him with a... not wrong. It hit him with a 011011. Damn. No, 011011. Because Tony asked boy at the end of he goes... Vision's like, I made a mistake. And then Tony's like, you can do that? And Vision's like, I didn't think so. Because right. <laughs> 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 And if you want to hear more about the Coogee, check out our Scarlet Sight uh, mini uh, show <laughs> about the WandaVision uh, Disney Plus series. And it's on our YouTube page, The Escaping Network. So Network. let me make my last uh, case oh, real on, quick. I done. <laughs> no, got me right oh yeah, you're definitely Team Cap. I see it now. No, 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 He ain't Team Cap. He Team John Walker. That's what he on. That's your Captain America. Your favorite. Your favorite. Respect my man Cap like that. Your favorite part of Moana is when they don't leave the island. Whoa, stop! I mean, you gotta stay on the island. It's in like the first song. Okay. He ain't wrong. He's not wrong. It is in the first song. <laughs> like, stop bringing up the asexualness of the Bible and the Moana. Stop ruining that movie for me. <laughs> Welcome to Daniel Talk a Podcast, a little podcast. Away, away. Hey, guys. Uh, again, we have you both back on Daniel Talk a Podcast, a little podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quick question. <laughs> if Moana was in the MCU, what would be her power? Ooh. She'd be the MCU's Aquaman. So she'd be Namor. All right, guys. Thanks for being on Daniel Talk a Podcast. Little podcast. Nah. that is that. All right, Kev. Get your last point. I'll okay. get mine because we are deep into this episode okay. and we have not touched our last subject point, matter. Real quick, and this is the big one for me. Okay, I the whole setup of the entire movie right is to get the Avengers to fight each other. Okay, Zemo, Iron Man, damn girl, fighting awesome. Captain America and Winter Soldier. No, he fought him because Cap was covering for Bucky. 
Yes. So th- this is the point I'm making. Um, if I found out- <laughs> so Iron Man sees the videotape. Okay, as soon as the videotape starts playing, Captain America or Bucky should have shot the monitor, and then you're like, but <laughs> oh no, 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 that's the wrong channel, man. That's Telemundo. Yeah. That's so, Telemundo. We're watching TNT. Anyway, so the whole thing plays out, and Captain America is pissed that Bucky killed his parents. Okay? I mean, uh, so, understandably, I think. So here's my question: If somebody created a robot, and that robot killed your parents, would you be mad at the robot? Um, I'd be mad at the creator. However, this was a human, and the thing wasn't that Bucky killed them, it's that Cap covered and knew it. I I watched that movie like last week. Yeah. Because Because he knew. Who who did he attack first? He he attacked Cap? Yes. No. He He did. He He attacked Bucky first. He attacked Bucky first. He's going at Bucky the entire time. No, when he found out he's that Cap knew, when he found out Cap knew, he swung on Cap. Because he was mad, but he was attacking Bucky but the no. entire time. Wait, 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 wait. Knowing wait, wait, that wait, Bucky wait, wait. had fucked that up. Hold up. The only reason he did it because he didn't know that Cap knew. Yep. Because if he knew Cap knew, they would have had that conversation. It would have been a conversation. It was, it was homies. But, homies. It was homies over friends. And he found out. And he found out that the whole movie. Exactly. Cap knew. Because Tony Stark is Cap. still not who he was going after. But he was in the beginning, the he didn't know Cap knew. But exactly. once he found but out no, Cap knew. No, yes, no. he did. Once he, no, once he, once he no. found out, he turned around, he blasts old boy. He blasts Cap. He blasts Cap, and then he keeps so going as, after when yes. he's older. He doesn't stop. Yeah, it he, makes he sense. Makes sense, he right? Keep going well, all right, I'm going to end this with this. Anywho, it's family versus friends, because Iron Man was like, I thought we was friends. Cap like, that's my fam, just like Dom Torino. Anything. To happen, but fam is forever. That's like Wakanda. He goes, so, Loki goes, I have an army. Iron Man goes, I have a family. And that's the thing too. <laughs> because if Tony knew that Steve knew, they would have had that whole convo. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, would all they, right, talk to me about this. Would they, then they we can figure that shit out. They would have. Like, what, damn. What, he even explained to him that brainwashed all this shit, all this shit. But what, when t- the Hydra leaks. How do you know is Cap America that Tony would, how do you know how he would react? You're holding it. Because you're protecting Bucky. The only thing I was going to say is, Iron Man knew that Winter Soldier was brainwashed. He makes the comment before the hand where he calls him Manchurian Candidate. He knows. <laughs> and Reindeer Games. So he understands that this man was brainwashed. So the simple fact that he still reacted the way that he did meant that he didn't have like the higher, you know, emotional maturity to be able to separate those situations. Of course not, it's Tony you Stark. Killed my he's a mom, big ass kid. Is what he said. Yeah, but knowing somebody has zero but, control over their actions, he would whoa, never do all right, we gotta wrap this up. We gotta so wrap I'm, about go, I'm about to go into a yep, whole yeah. Wolverine Cyclops shit yep, right yep, now. Yep, <laughs> and you know what? Yeah, and exactly, you know what? We, we can do this on a one shot. <laughs> After this series, come back for a one shot where we debate this for about an hour. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> we need to talk about Cyber and totality, the movie and the comic book. <clears throat> My final point. Yeah, I can give you the comic book. So you the reason I'm team the, the Tony all day. Yeah. Reason I'm team Tony all day. In Endgame, when he comes back, he does point out to Cap, "You said we would do this together, and then you weren't there. You disappeared. We could have had a talk, and you weren't there." Tony almost died while Cap's like, "I grew a beard. Great." Um, Tony is like. <laughs> Tony had a whole family and a whole life before. Well, even before. So, my boy, my boy grew a no, beard? No, no, my boy's on the run from the no, government. Even before yeah, that. Tony's over here smashing. Wait, wait, wait. Cap had to disappear. Wait, Cap had to disappear. He had to because he was on the run. But even even with that said, like when Bruce came back, was like, yo, 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 we got who can who can get a contact to visit Tony? Like, well, I got his number, but we ain't talking like, nigga, y'all broke out like what? The Beatles? Like, well, we had a. So, welcome to the real start of today's episode. Episode Here. 2 of our video game series. Episode, With all this talk of... Episode 82, though. 82. 82. Is it really? Yeah, bro. We've come a while. Oh. Mm. We've all done that. <laughs> You're like, ah, it's just going. You mean, like, uh, uh, it, it's been a long time since we've been 13. We've all been coming yeah, for it's, a while. Yeah. Uh, as Stain said... It's been a while. As Stain said, what a Stain? S S T A I N D. Stain. Stain. So this is part two of our video game series. Last week we had these fellas on to talk about the history of gaming consoles. Today we are getting into some of our favorite, and people want to say heroes and villains. I think that's so reductive. Antagonists and protagonists. All right, let me go. Would you agree with that? Yes. Okay. I definitely will. Kelsey, start us off. I will. Oh. I'm going to start off with my favorite uh, video game franchise of all time. It's going to be none other than the Street Fighter series. 
And I'm just going to talk real quickly about my boy Ryu and that nigga Akuma. Because I'm into Akuma. the lore. I watched, I watched all the animated movies. I even watched both TV series, mm-hmm. animated TV series. The one on USA and then the Japanese one. Street Fighter V? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I fuck with that shit. Shout out to Dark Ryu. Yes. What's <laughs> crazy about that shit is... Like, Ryu is, would you, I guess you would say, would be the protagonist of yes. the Street Fighter yeah, series. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And then every time, like, for the most of it, M. Bison has been the main bad guy. But even above M. Bison is that boy Akuma, because he's not a bad guy, he's just evil. That's the thing, Akuma has he's such also, a power in him yeah. that does literally that, fuel him. That Dark Hodo or that Nohasu, Akuyoro, whatever that mm-hmm. shit called me, like, the Demon Fist. But then when I'm getting, when I got more into the lore... They started playing them anime seeds like, oh, I didn't know Ryu was an orphan. Yeah. And before Ryu, his um, his um, sensei, Gojo, he had a brother. Gojo. And then you watch the movie, like, Gojo's brother went evil because he got seduced by the dark adult. But then, guess what? He had a girlfriend. Guess what? She had a baby. What happened to that baby? Is it right? Uh, but they leading that shit. Yeah, they leading that shit up into the franchise where <laughs> Ryu be the son of Kuma, the most evil motherfucker. But then Ryu... Creates the antithesis, antithesis, antithesis of the Dark Hadou is the like the no form of the just the the blank slate. It's, it's basically like the white space in comics, but in exactly. uh, Street, Street Fighter. Fighter. Yeah. Yes, that allows him to match Akuma on that shit from the which other is side. fucking wild. Match Akuma is fucking wild. Would you guys agree? No, no, and no, Akuma no. is dope as fuck. Like just playing him as a character, like. We play him because he's strong when, as well. When, when that smoke comes out of his eyes, Yo, you see him, he's just shit, like... like you see and he's it, got the big anal beads on his neck. Big ones. He feel about that big butt shit. And just that whole dynamic. And Ryu seeing Akuma, everything he does not want to be. And for all parallels, he's... Akuma's like the most saying of all he is like, I'm all about the fist. He's from the I Mo- want to fight the strongest. He's from the Moana Island and he left and he's like, as soon as he left, that dark energy came in. Like, you, know, <laughs> you do not leave the island. Who, what, what, movie movie was it that, uh, what movie was it that Akuma was in? I remember seeing that one. Um, well, it was a, you would know that. I, I it's know. Street, one is Street Fire Origins when you find out that Ryu has a little brother. And yeah, that's the one I saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has that shit because that's when it brought them back to the tournament. And then he fights Akuma, like tries to fight Akuma at the end of the movie. It's like a Dragon Ball Z fight at the end. Yeah, of the movie. yeah then they just right. jump up and it cuts off. But then there's another movie that generally focuses on the origin of Akuma and all that shit. Mm-hmm. I think that Street Fighter Alphas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so what about him makes him like a good antagonist in your opinion? Because he's like antagonist. It's literally in the words antagonist. Antagonist. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's not antagonizing people. What? Yeah. Okay, all right. All right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Davenport <laughs> may have hit it more on the head than you did. Yeah, like, <laughs> anywho. But like, no, like, he's a bad guy because... But just because you are a bad guy does not mean you are a bad guy. Unlike Zangief, no, no. <laughs> Akuma will Fighter, fuck both shit the up. Same boom, boom, boom. Because he literally stands <laughs> for the opposite of what Ryo's about, like, calming himself, not wanting to be that problem. I want to fight. That's the strength of me and give me discipline because okay. in my orphan life had nothing outside of this so this is the only thing I know but let me hit you I want to also use these fists to protect those sure. around me but let me and hit you world. with this word. just because something is opposite of what one person believes and the person is what the series focuses on doesn't necessarily mean that they're evil in this instance it does Akuma's evil <laughs> literally Akuma, is, Akuma literally goes out of his way there is a form that Ryu and Ken practice that's done one way there's another way to handle that that's focused on violence and rage and all of that. That's what Akuma decided to focus on to the belief that he was going to kill his master. That, like, taught it to him. So, in that case, like, yeah, yep. Akuma killing is Killing people is usually bad. Yeah. Uh, Unjustly killing people. Usually. Usually, sometimes. yeah. That's, that's what I usually come That's what I usually come Yes, There's a lot of addendums to that. Killing good people uh, is What about you, RJ? What uh, video game <laughs> characters come to your mind? I'm very much... Um, I enjoy games that have like characters that have like a whole like moral and ambiguity. ambiguity yeah, yeah, right? yeah, absolutely. So for me, it's a very big on like uh, Kane from Legacy of Kane. Okay, uh, wait, wait. Just for those the listeners that machine? don't know, for the listeners who don't know, what is uh, Legacy right. of Kane? No, so no. Legacy of Kane and Soul Reaver is basically a vampire game where you first mm. start off as Kane, who's told that he's supposed to be the balance keeper, right? He's supposed to protect the world. 
Come to find out, it's an entire ruse where his entire life gets manipulated. Oh! He becomes a vampire, decides to build his own vampire, like, community. Of course, yeah. You, when you find out you're a vampire, you're like, oh, let's get the squad on. You gotta do it. Like, then, in, uh, totally not a video game, but in Underworld, when, uh, was it Rise of the Lycans? And he's like, that dude, that dude, that dude, that dude, these are the dudes. We're gonna be around till the first movie. If you're gonna mess with Underworld... <laughs> Read the novel of Rise of the Lycan. Whoa, that shit was a book. There was books? Don't watch, don't watch the Wait, wait, I was love it books Rise first? of the Lycan. I'm sorry. Was there a book first, then the movies, or were these books based on the movie universe? No, the book is, especially for the Rise of the Lycan book, it's vastly different, actually, than the movie. So the but, books but predate? First. Yeah, I don't know if it predates it. Okay. It was just like, so somebody made Underworld. Then somebody made the Rise of Lycan book. I think, I, I, made, I think it was one of the founders of Hot okay. Topic. That's a lie. And every time we talk about Underworld, Sounds I have close. to bring this in real quick. Like, if you Kate remember Beckett the movie, besides that, but the big black Lycan in the first one, mm-hmm. Kevin. I've met him. You did, but Kevin, I am grow because it's like some French shit. He is actually like. Has a, a master's in um, chemistry and shit. Who, who made the series. He actually wrote the shit. And also he created the Blue Marvel character for Marvel. Yes. Which I should be popping up in the MCU. The dude with the deep ass voice? Yeah. Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. Is that his real voice? Yeah. Yeah. That is his. Shit. Here's the thing. Because I was like, did yeah. they enhance that? When I hit puberty, I thought I was going to get nice and deep because I've heard some deep voices. Now, when I hit puberty, I was trying to get nice and deep in some of this too. So, uh, <laughs> so, so, so what is it about this, this character in this game that draws you to them? Um, this is a person who had like a predetermined destiny. And oh. like, like, nah, we're not going to play this game right now. So like, <laughs> literally the rest of the series is about him both manipulating time and the people around him oh. to be like, hey, we were being played by a higher power that actually didn't care about us. That is some Will Ferrell Stranger Than Fiction shit. Yo, that movie, that movie is slept though, by the way. That movie's so. amazing. Yeah. Uh, I'm also going to go with both Cole McGrath from the Infamous series and Revan from Knights of the Old Republic. Oh! Uh, oh, shit. I he, hit it, he hit it with the Knights of the Old Republic. That's one of the video game series I always want to play because he has electrical base powers and that's like my There's favorite. talk of Keanu Reeves playing this character. One of the greatest characters ever in any like situation. Did like, you hear that um, Keanu Reeves it might be in talks to play his character in a live action I, movie? First off, I do love Keanu Reeves. Don't get me wrong. We've I, actually I got him backstage. Like, Keanu, come on out. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> is that all you no, had for Keanu Reeves? No, no, I did. That's literally all he would I say. I did. I did want to continue. <laughs> all right, that's that's all he would no, say. No, I did want to continue. Did he walk up and say, "Well, I was gonna get that. That was gonna be my next one." <laughs> I know kung fu. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what did you say? I I said whoa. But like, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not concerned with like we got, Owen Wilson, we got Owen Wilson in the back too, and he wants to say, yeah, wow, wow. he says wow, he goes, wow, can I get a jet ski? Oh, too soon, too soon. We don't yeah, know if he's dead. Oh, are we talking about Bill Cosby getting released? Fuck that. We'll talk oh. about it at the end. <laughs> yeah. That's a woe and a woe. When we get to the that's someone that needs to be proved. Hashtag free Britney. I don't know nothing about it. I'll get you. I'll tell you outside. <laughs> but yeah, but no, just uh, Cole McGrath and Revan. Um, Cole McGrath is from Infamous. He's the dude that literally his future self comes back into the past to teach him how to be more ruthless. Okay. So he can help save people in the future. Doesn't really go the way he plans. Of course of it course. doesn't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. Infamous one and two. Amazing no, okay. games. Infamous three trash. Uh, there was also Infamous. Uh, what was it? Lost or, or there's a uh, there's a vampire expansion. What, to was, it? what, what was the one with the the, the gal? Uh, infamous Iron Man. No, it was infamous was like Man. Forgotten no, Child or something like that. No, there, I, there is an Infamous yes, with, yes, uh, where you get to play a female character. It's part of Infamous three. Yeah, and her thing's not all that bad. It's the stories not, in general is just that game is a bad game. That's it, thank you. It took me three hours to beat. Exactly, bro. I came back. I felt from, so I disappointed. Like, had just bought a PS4. Yeah. Rushed to get back to my duty station just to play this game. Because yeah. I love it. Yeah, duty. yeah. Because when you hit some of those powers and things, you're like, Got oh, this is going to be fun. But the story was trash. She was not a likable uh, protagonist. Nobody in that game was. Would oh you say she god. was a whole protagonist? Oh my god. <laughs> was she fine? Yeah, but is she thick, though? Um, but not sex shaming. We love hoes around we, here. We, yeah, and we are all hoes around here. A I'm job, a slut. No, look at you. Yeah. No. <laughs> Any job is a job, including a blowjob. 
So, Night Night Davenport Kevin. All right. We'll take that. <laughs> Kevin, mm-hmm. Kevin the Davenport Night Night Kid. Tell me um, w- which ones uh, really draw you to them. All right. So, from my favorite video game of all time, uh, Final Fantasy VII, okay. Cloud and Sephiroth. The story, if you haven't played through Final Fantasy VII, no, I have. the story in it is one of the best, if not the best, of any video game I've played. And Cloud and Sephiroth play their roles really well as the antagonist-protagonist. Cloud comes out as a mercenary, doesn't give a shit about anything he's really just except on, making he's money. He's there for the, the train and like... He wants to make money. That's he's it. He's just there for the money, yeah. right? But you know it's you know it's deeper than that, just because yes. where it's going to go. And it builds up to where he becomes the savior of the world, basically. He wants to save the world and... His character development over the series of the of the game is really good, and you enjoy playing him in the first place because they make him really powerful, obviously, and he's fun to play. And is oh, absolutely, his, you're, you're him basically. So he's the main character, right? So you wanna wanna see him do well, and it's it's a lot of like I said at the beginning, not giving a shit about anything, and then you see his character grow, and right, right. you go through his past a lot and figure out... There's, there's so many things in that game, it makes it... It's honestly difficult to follow. I've played it ten times, and I couldn't even tell you right now, when I play through it now, I catch a lot of things. You're, yeah, and that's, that's a sign of a good game, yeah. or book, or movie, I, anything, whenever you yeah. come back to it, and you find something new. Yeah, and I... Well, I have to Google a lot of stuff, too. Yeah, to be of like, course. Wait, was that really Cloud? Or was that a different Cloud? <laughs> right. Is he, is he a clone? Is he the real Cloud? And they do a lot of, like, hidden scenes. Mm-hmm. Like, on the second disc, if you go back to Nibelheim and go through the mansion and go to the basement, there's a hidden scene that you wouldn't catch unless you went there at this point in the game. Really? And it shows Cloud and Zack, which the prequel to the game is completely based on. Zack's an awesome character, too, by the way. Um, I want to say Zack showed up in one of the Kingdom Hearts games as well. Uh, What was that? Uh, With um, Terra, Aqua, Dream Drop Distance. Probably the second one. Well, it was Dream Drop Distance, and it was the the prequel to the first Kingdom Hearts with, like, the three uh, Keyblade Warriors. And Zack is at uh, the Colosseum. Yeah. And he's there, and he meets um, uh, Ventus. But Cloud in the Kingdom Hearts game shows up at the same place. Yeah. Because of course they would. So if you watch that scene, Cloud actually takes on the persona of Zack. So Cloud was actually a... He puts himself as soldier first class throughout the entire game, right? I'm a soldier first class, and it's like a really high rank thing. If you play the prequel, Sephiroth Mm -hmm. and two other guys were soldier first class. They were the only three. Zack gets to Soldier First Class, and he and Cloud are in these tubes that you see getting um, filled with Mako energy, basically, to make them more powerful. Yeah. And Zack escapes with Cloud, and Cloud's in, like, this disarray state where he doesn't understand anything, and Zack saves him. And then Cloud takes Zack's sword and takes on the persona of Zack, basically. And Zack is the one who's Soldier First Class. Like I said, he's the... The three most powerful people on the planet, basically, and now Zack. And Cloud says he's soldier first class, so he gets covered as it, but he was really just a great Wait. soldier the entire time. Real quick, um, Zack was number four before he, Cloud, or Cloud, after? Cloud was never a soldier first no, class. I, I'm but talking about, you saying, were you saying Zack was like the number three or four? There was, like I said, three of the most powerful. I know he is. I thought three Zach was the third one. Three of the most powerful heroes, it was Sephiroth and two other guys. Yeah, I think Zack is one of them. Because Zack's no. the dude with the spiky hair and the sword, right? Yeah, the black one. No, he is one of the three. He's no, the one no. hanging out with Sephiroth and the other dude. If, I've seen that. If you play the prequel, uh, Crisis Core, it's Sephiroth, a red-haired dude, and a black-haired dude. And the black-haired dude is like Zack's mentor. Okay, and I love Zack. And then yes. Zack becomes one in the game. If you play Crisis Core... Zack becomes a soldier first class in the game. So that's, like I said, most powerful people. And they show Zack get killed in the game by like two soldiers coming up on him and shooting him. Yeah. And I was like, one of the most powerful people, two soldiers came up on him. If you play the prequel, Zack actually gets killed. The end of the game is you literally fighting like four people at a time in front of you, but behind him is like a hundred people plus ten tanks plus three mm-hmm. helicarriers. And that's what gets Zack down to where he's at a state where these two people can kill so him. Because when you're playing through Crisis Security, you're like, 
this dude is way too OP to have been killed by this little ass shit. Right. Okay, so he becomes like the fourth strongest once he like yes becomes- yeah okay. when he get yeah he. He's already strong at the beginning of the game and gets stronger. Yeah. And like I said, Cloud takes his persona. And if I'm remember, remembering correctly, that's where he gets the sword, the big. He takes the Buster yeah, sword the from, from... He takes it from Zack. Exactly. So Zack dies, Cloud takes it, and then just takes his persona, says he's soldier first class. And like I said, it's a lot of... <laughs> and nobody checked his credentials. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like he does it on purpose. I yeah, mean, yeah, he, yeah. He got his mind He just, thinks, it, he just like, thinks he actually is. And then you play through the game and you like go through his past. He yeah. has to find his personality because he grew up with Tifa still, but you're like, was that the same cloud? And then you find out that's the same cloud, but Sephiroth throughout the game is not the real Sephiroth. He's uh, Janemba Cells, but has the persona of Sephiroth, and then the last Sephiroth you actually fight is the real one. Whoa, right. whoa, yeah, whoa, 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 It's some real... It's some, so you tell yeah. me, you following Sephiroth, but he ain't... Sephiroth, he's a clone of a Sephiroth. Did a Sephiroth? Well, he has the persona, persona. in him. Think kind of uh, like when how Siler... Sephiroth yeah. is actually like frozen in ice. Like kind of so just how like real Sephiroth um, is frozen in ice, but has his aura go out to these fake Sephiroths that you fight throughout the game. Oh, okay. See, I need and like to like I said, it's super confusing. Honestly, just, throughout my first six playthroughs, oh. I didn't get this. So just like in um, Advent Children, when all those Sephiroth-esque motherfuckers, those are like basically motherfuckers that have Sephiroth, Sephiroth Sephiroth, or... They have Janemba cells, cells in them, and Sephiroth is like made from Janemba cells. Yeah. That's his mom. Yeah. But... Is it, the, did he say Janemba or is it Geneva? Geneva. Okay. Geneva, not Janemba. You're right. She hoved. That's where it comes from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Word. And it, it's good because Sephiroth is Sephiroth's basically trying to bring on the end of the world and destroy the world, and Cloud is there to save the world. So, so it makes it a really good contrast, and just the mind games and everything that happened throughout the game are really good. Okay, yeah. Um, mine kind of goes with yours in the way I was kind of alluding to to, to, to make the connection, but I... In the first game, I love the dynamic between Riku and Sora in Kingdom Hearts. Sora. Because they are... Sora! Sora! So I'm going to try it again. <clears throat> Sora! Oh, yep. Oh, yep. That, that's the goofy voice. Okay. No, that's that was Donald. What? So, um... The yuck is <laughs> Donald? Um, I don't think so, good sir. <laughs> I love the fact that they both were trying to accomplish the same thing. But Riku was like... Bitch, I will embrace the darkness. Like, what needs to be done? Let's do it. And Sora's like, I'm a good kid. <laughs> no, fuck you, Sora. That's a lot of the good protagonist antagonist thing, though, is the same goal but different means to it. Absolutely. And I love when, like, a game or a movie does that rift well. Because there's the person who's willing to take the edge. There's the person who's willing to, to do, do what, anything. To do anything. Literally anything. And when they see, whoever, do whatever. Yeah. When they encounter their ex-friend or whoever it was, and they see that they're holding themselves back, but still saying that they want the same goal, it, it it's, it's wild because imagine your home is destroyed. Imagine you think your friends are lost and you say, I'll do anything. Then you find out one of your friends was like, I'll do most things. <laughs> oh, what the fuck you mean you'll do most things? Yuck. Yuck. <laughs> Sora, you can't go around killing. But you you know Goofy kills some people. You know Goofy's like a stone cold killer. But the thing about it was the friendship came back uh, after the first game and Sora's relationship with Organization 13. They're both trying to do mm. the same thing. They're trying to... Use Kingdom Hearts, which mm-hmm. is like, you know, the actual realm. And it's very uh, Blade Runner. When it's like, these people just want to be people. And when you hit Sora and Marluxia and their dynamic, Marluxia just wants to fill a heartbeat. <laughs> Axel's being evil because his buddy just gave himself up for Sora's fuck ass to come back and be like, Disney. <sighs> the best one, in my opinion, of the Kingdom Hearts series is the dynamic of three, five, eight days over two, dealing with Roxas's journey through the organization. And you realize the big bad you're supposed to beat is the friend you made along the way, Shion, who is just someone who's been made, been made to collect Sora's energy and mm. memories and will make them a um, nobody of Sora. And I love that because you're creating bonds. They made the story so well where Axel... Roxas and Shion are all 
going to the clock tower in Twilight Town. They're having sea salt uh, ice cream. They're really learning each other's lives and growing as a team. And Axel shows up to fight Roxas. And he's like, you and Xion think you can do whatever the fuck you want. And no one ever asks me. No one ever considers that I might have put my ass on the line for both of you multiple times. I'm going to stop you here. I'm going to stop you now. We're going to go get some ice cream after I beat your ass. And then we're going to the clock tower. Understand? And Roxas goes, nah. (laughs) I never know who I'm rooting for. Maybe the good guy. Maybe the bad guy. Mm. So my question to you guys is. Does there have to be a tether between our antagonists and our protagonists? Or can you just have, like, this is the quote-unquote good guy, this is the quote-unquote bad guy? It depends on the game overall. Like, if you're playing it for story, I, I guess that makes story. sense. Story! I guess that makes sense. But if the game <laughs> slapping, the action there, the mechanics are solid, like, uh, I don't care how tight they are. Like, is it a fun game? So okay. I guess it all depends on what you want. For, like, example, with... Like, um, Scorpion and Sub-Zero, or Sub-Zero and Scorpion. For the most part, they both were villains. <laughs> they were both were villains in their respective games, but then yes, you come absolutely. to find out that there's more than one Sub-Zero, and his sub, the second Sub-Zero, which is the younger brother to the main Sub-Zero, yes. the first Sub-Zero, he's a good guy. Then he still got beef with Scorpion. Yeah, Hanzo, was it? Yeah, but then it's like, that's like the C-plot of the whole Mortal Kombat franchise, because it's all about Earthrealm, Liu Kang's the main one, but at the same time, that story art in itself could be its own franchise because no, absolutely. it's of course like it all boils down to misunderstanding. You were told that we were bad. I was told you were bad, but we also been getting played by the same person this whole time. And in the Mortal Kombat series, you do have the, the tether, but it's not as strong between Quan Chi and Raiden. Exactly. When you get to Mortal Kombat 10 and you see the way Quan Chi has been manipulating things, the way he's uh, trying to just, be a dick. Let's be honest. He ain't trying to do nothing deep. He's just trying to be a dick and destroy Earthrealm. Or well, um, Shinnok. Yeah. Early games, it's a lot of just the... Especially fighting games, because that was mostly the early games a lot Absolutely. of. Like, it, it's, it's, it's literally just... This is the bad guy. This is good. Like, Final like, boss. Just like beat him. Yeah, exactly. There's just a like, good guy, a bad guy, and then there's Johnny Cage, and everyone fucking hates him. Yeah. I love Johnny <laughs> Cage. I don't know what you're talking you know, about. For real. <laughs> the antagonist is like, or even have a connection to them depending on the time, the type of game you're playing, till the end, right? Yeah. So in the two that I picked, uh, Knights of the Old Republic and Infamous. In Knights of the Old Republic, your main villain, like the bad guy is a Sith Lord, uh, not Malgus, no, I can't think of his name right now. The Darth that's in there, he's your apprentice. And yeah. But like, so you find out he was your homeboy like earlier in your Jedi career, but you don't realize that you were this prior Jedi into literally 90% of the game. Right, right. <laughs> and so, like, yeah, there's this whole thing about this dude betrayed you, but that doesn't even matter up until the end of the game. You're like, oh, my God, this is what happened. Same thing with Infamous. In Infamous, literally, you are the antagonist. Yes. You come back from the future, like, your future self comes back and then makes you have your powers yeah. earlier and then throws what? all these things in your Oh, yeah, dude. To make you, a, like, a better, like fighter and everything but isn't that also the snake eating itself where they're they're creating you to become them because if they don't create you to become them then they don't exist well no what happened was is he was creating you to be a better version of him so he didn't exist so here's what happens yeah i want want to get into it (laughs) The the way the game works is you get your powers you make a bunch of decisions like throughout the game whether or not you're going to be a hero or a villain you find out at the end of the game though all the other villains and the, the moment you got your powers was set up by a future you mm. who got his powers at a later point and lived this kind of like good life. Mm-hmm. And then this super fucking just demonic evil being comes and starts fucking murking shit. And his idea is if I'd have had my powers earlier and if I'd had to know if I'd known how to use them in a more ruthless way, this wouldn't happen. So he sends oh. himself back in time. Makes it to where you get your powers earlier, mm-hmm. and then starts throwing things in your way to be like, these are the decisions you have to learn to make. So the you future don't doesn't become fucked up. No, exactly. Oh, okay. The problem is save though, the cheerleader, save, save the world. world. Yo, the problem is though, you don't know that like, you don't know the villain is you until like, till, like you know at the end of the game. Like, oh, so like, damn it. Then, yeah, then it changes your so entire PS3. perspective, right? So it has to be like what? So like. 
then you have to ask yourself, do you need that connection to the antagonist? Or do they just need to be putting things in your way to make you a better person or a worse person? Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, you just needed to pay off in the end. A la Loki. Yeah. Well, like, like you said, it has a lot to do with the type of video game, right? Like, you said Street Fighter was your series, like Ryu and Akuma. Like, Akuma's just the bad guy, Ryu's the good guy. But you can play as Akuma if you want to and use his powers... Mortal Kombat, you can play as Shang Tsung if you want to, but you know Shang yeah. Tsung's the bad yeah, guy. absolutely. Because that's what you got to fight last. So exactly. in games like that, it, it's not that big of a deal because you're playing, you can play whatever you want to just to beat the game. But like Final Fantasy VII, you have to have that tether of you're the good guy, you're fighting the bad guy. And you enjoy the, like you can see the, bad guys perspective yes. some of the times but you yes. still need to stop them anyway because they're gonna destroy the earth exactly. whatever, and that, whatever they're gonna do and that goes into like RPG role playing like yes. that's the role you are the hero so yeah. the connection to the villain has to be there or it's like why am I investing myself yes. in the story if it's want like, for, for me as a D uh, like you know one of the DMs uh, that for, for you know D&D I always uh, yeah what are you rolling for Mm-hmm. That ain't happening. Yeah, ain't but happening. <laughs> if he's a good guy or villain, when, I know what I am, baby. Whenever I create, I'm a chilling villain. Whenever I create the big bad enemy, you know, N-word. Whenever, and big bad enemy. When Edward Scissorhands comes into play, anyway, when I'm making the final boss, what do those look like? No, this is my scissors. Because it's not N-word, no. Because it's like Edward, but it's spelled E N. gang signs. So that's like the whole joke is like, yeah. I'm also black, so it's layers. So what? <laughs> it's hilarious. So what, whenever I'm uh, making the bad, the final boss, I always make sure throughout the story, you're getting bits of why they might be right, why you might at the end decide. You know what? I'm gonna side with them. I'm gonna yeah. switch sides right yeah. here because maybe the good guys are elitists who have been, you know, corrupting the system from the inside. Yeah, and they they do have good video game like. Good and bad video games. Yeah, they course. have they have video games out there that will, just like in any star, most of the Star Wars games, they'll have you. You can make your own decisions, and you can go dark side yes, as much as you want. Absolutely, you, you can make the wrong decisions, or you can call them right, but you make all the evil, evil choices. <laughs> And then you're kind of the bad guy at the end, sure. like the the game Fable. I don't know if you guys played. Fable. I played some fucking and, Fable. And you can go dark. You can like yeah, choose to kill every you can time. Go full darky, or you can go never go full darky. That's a different movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's a different movie. No, 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 that's, that's, that's called bad movies. Honestly, those are really the those are my games. Mm-hmm. Like, those where are where you can I choose play. if you want yeah, to be I don't evil really or good. Play anything like I try to play anything besides that. I dislike having force perspectives. Uh, even Mass Effect. Mass not Effect was a, a big one for that. Exactly, not such an like, extreme degree, but that's what it is. Like you're picking your decisions. If you, I you, guess that good, yeah. for me that that was always been one of the lures of the Telltale video game series, knowing that you're making choices. Yeah, and but at that point, will are you the, the antagonist or protagonist? At that point, I don't know. All right, well, in Mass Effect, you're still the protagonist because there's a bigger thing going on around mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. You just so use just, evil means to get. Exactly. You're still a protagonist, but you use evil means to get the Star Wars game. You can become the bad guy at the end of that. That's Speaking of Star Wars, yeah. and just to throw it out there, though the one character I think I do understand the most in the Star Wars universe is Maul. Darth? He was Darth Maul, but then he just Darth. became Maul. Okay, and okay. At the end of the Clone Wars series, he even says to Ahsoka, you see how both sides are really fucking this up? Yeah. You and I can remake a new uh, order. Ooh. And she's like, nah, I ain't never joining you. But Maul was like, you don't get it. I've had a vision. We are all going to die if you do not fix this. Like, you are all dead. I am dead. We're all going to die. Something is coming, and it will wipe out your Jedi Order, and it will wipe out me. Word. Take my hand. Let's fucking make a new world. By the way, the uh, Telltale games are really good. Yeah. You guys haven't played Telltale games? They're amazing. The Telltale... Skybound just picked that up because Robert Kirkman was not going to... I say just. That was like 2019 because uh, The Walking Dead... Was supposed to they just had, drop off. They had the Walking Dead four. They came out with like two or three chapters, the final and chapters. then basically, dro- yeah, the Walking Dead final chapter. We're getting more Clementine now. And Guardians of the Galaxy. That was a such a good game. game. Right, really, it was a really Batman good Telltale. Yeah, yeah it's a Batman. both seasons of Batman. Oh, the two Batman ones uh, are Wolf amazing. Among Us. 
Yeah. Uh, the second Batman game like brings in the Joker. Solid game. Amazing character. They made the Joker so good because he was like trying to be a good guy. He wanted to be Bruce's best friend. Yeah, he wanted to be Bruce. It's so Aww. good. Jack no, Napier it, it so good. just wanted to be Bruce's best friend. Wait. Harley comes in. She's running the crew. And Joker is like simping for her. Hold so up. So when she has him do shit. Well, he, but, well, he doesn't Bruce. agree with the way Batman's doing stuff. He wants to do it yep. a little bit. So I did play through, it and I did so make good. my choices, so that so way, good. at the end of season two, my Robin was Joker. Yeah? Yeah. So they do a really good job. The problem with Telltale Games, <laughs> they got killed, basically, by stre- YouTube and streaming. <laughs> yeah. Telltale, like, every other game, like, if you play single-player games mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on stream, people will still want to play it. The problem with Telltale, yeah. if you just watch it on YouTube, you, know. you could watch all the alternate endings mm-hmm. on YouTube, you can watch... Every different decision, if you want to, but if you just watch somebody on stream play through it, then you don't, you basically don't need to play the game. So, Telltale got killed. Every other game it's good for because they usually raise sales, but Telltale got killed. Actually, well, also the fact that they had great developer teams and um, project teams, and then they would fire them immediately after Telltale did. Then they went bankrupt. See, I didn't didn't know that, but I know streaming definitely killed them. Word. And one of my worst video game experiences of all time came from a game that allowed you to pick choices so you could have a whatever ending you wanted to. And that was from the X-Men Destiny game. Yeah. I was so stoked to get this game. I could choose my path. I could yeah. choose my power sets, do all this shit, play the game. I think we're at that halfway point. Then the fucking game is over. There's only like three <laughs> hours of gameplay. I'm sitting there like... It was such a shit game with a big promise that when it Exactly. Like, I was at Ross Creek. I feel like... I spent like $60 on that game. I'm sitting there like... That's fucking it? Yeah, you no, can't do... You can't make, make a three-hour like game for 60 bucks. Exactly. You cannot. So we are here at the end of the episode. Um... Thank you guys for being here. Uh, RJ, if you want to come back next week for the rest of the... We have two more episodes on the series... You're always welcome back. Um, where can the people find you? Right Any now, games so. that you would recommend for people to play, uh, like, immediately? And last question. If you could have two uh, protagonists, you have a protagonist and an antagonist of any game series, squash the beef and team up, who would it be? Oh, that's a good one. Right now, I don't have a current social media presence, so I'm not really sure about that one. But just two antagonists. Or a protagonist and antagonist. Two enemies. Squash the beef and team up. Oh, that's actually easy. Um, Starkiller Invader from uh, Force Unleashed. I was yep. thinking about Force that Unleashed. That would have changed the entire dynamic. First off, Starkiller, like, if you play that game, could have taken out anybody. Like, mm-hmm. this man gets mm-hmm. a fucking Star Destroyer. Absolutely. Out of the sky. And uh, mm-hmm. what game would you recommend for folks to check out? Or to, to, to oh, start Nice playing? of the Old Republic. You gotta do it. Hell yeah. Okay. Uh, Devonport, same questions to you. Where can the people find you? Any uh, game that you want to recommend to folks? And if you could have two uh, enemies, squash the beef and team up, who would it be? So you can find me at uh, Night Night Kid on Twitch, Twitter, and Facebook, N-I-T-E-N-I-G-H-T-K-I-D. Uh, game I recommend is Yakuza Like a Dragon. Okay. The Yakuza series is actually really long. I think there were five or six Yakuza games before Like a Dragon. But if you never played any of those, Like a Dragon is new characters, new storyline, everything like that. So you can just start on that. And it came out last year. Mm-hmm. Probably one of the better, best games I played last year. Just amazing character storyline, fun stuff to do the entire game. Open right, world right. where you can do a lot of fun things. Um, I mean, I'll just go back to what I already talked about. Sephiroth and Cloud teaming up would be insane. That would be a wild, wild I mean, twist. It would completely any with this question that you asked, anybody teaming up would destroy the storyline and it wouldn't matter anymore at mm-hmm. that point. But if they teamed up they could take down Shinra easily or do whatever. So yeah, those two teaming up and I'm sure there are plenty others but No, absolutely. If you put me on the spot, that's what we get. Alright, Kelsey, <laughs> same questions to you where can the people find you? What game do you want to recommend and two enemies squashing the beef to team up? Um, where you can find me, um, Instagram, Snapchat, Kelsey Show, Facebook, Kelsey DeAndre Greer, YouTube, Kelsey Show as well, and also, like I said before, the Escaping Network's YouTube channel. Um, there's no games I'm going to recommend, but I will recommend checking out every animated Street Fighter movie there is. Pretty damn good. Those bring you into the actual lore 
of the game, and they way better than any um, live action adaptation. Street Fighter Two mm-hmm. brings me back to the childhood. Hell yeah, that that, that movie good. still is classic to this day. Like some of my favorite scenes from anime comes from that movie, like the Vega Chun Li fight, the last yeah. battle, the whole third yeah. act, M Bison against uh, Ken and Ryu. Like that shit. Like tell me, kid, what do you see before be on your fist? Like oh, I see my anime. That whole shit is still and they both did work on it. They both Hell, did yeah, work they put through, their yeah. work in. And um, if I have two um, rivals team up, um, that's hard to say because Loki already happened for me with Scorpion and Sub-Zero and like the later games because they realized they were being hoodwinked by Chinook. But maybe even, um, shit, I would go back to like the Rise of um, Cybertron. Like, yo, just imagine if Optimus Prime and Megatron actually were cool and decided, like, this is what we're going to do because we got to really fuck with Unicron yeah, yeah. at some point in time. Okay. So they could have been, like, had that work take place. Um, so, Daniel, what can the people tell you? What games would you recommend? And if you had the choice to flip the protagonist and antagonist in a game, who would it be and why? Uh, people can find me on Facebook, Daniel Rojas, Instagram, Blue Morpho, one word where the O's are zeros, and on uh, TikTok, Scoop for you, S-C-O-O-B-F-O-R-Y-O-U. The game that I'm playing that I always recommend, fucking Darksiders, man. I'm playing through the uh, all four games. I'm on the second one. It's just fun. It's just dumb fun. Play the Darksiders series. If I could switch the antagonist and protagonist of any game, hmm, this is such a dumb answer. It'd be Pac-Man and the Ghosts. Alright, that's been our episode today, folks. Thank you so much for listening. Today we are leaving you with Goals by Big Lazka. You've heard his music here. Check him out. He's a local rapper. He's fucking amazing. Uh, Shout out to Big Lazka. And if you or anyone else you know would like your music featured on our show, go ahead and email us at escaping.podcast at gmail.com. We love you. We'll see you next week. And remember, there can only be one chum bucket. And even if you are bound together by the chains of memories, remember, (laughs) you can always break them and become an escapee. Stay on candy, y'all.
clocked in, never clocked out And the negative shit I blocked out You're not blinding my vision Bullseye when I try Cause I hit with precision Bringing things to fruition Just like a magician They doubt counting me out But couldn't they kill my ambition Was it shooting with me In the gym But gave up when it got grim So the team I modified Now all of our dreams are magnified